This is SG Fun, a Stargate podcast. We're ready. Let's. We're, we're ready. We, I've been ready for ages. So, <laughs> okay. Well, I've been ready since. Well, let's go. 1999, let's... 1998, whenever this shit started. Great. All right. Hey, good listeners. Welcome back to the vertical watering hole for another episode of SG Fun, a Stargate podcast for comforting and stuff. Yeah. Because, like, pandemic and like human rights and like, world literally all on fire fire <laughs> heat so we're here to like we've said it we've acknowledged it now we're just gonna put it over there because we're here for we're here for good times we're here for start we can't wait can't put it over there it's also on fire <laughs> <laughs> shut up <laughs> i'm one of your hosts i'm sarah i watched some of this when it was airing originally and still only seen nine and a half seasons uh recently but reason i also read uh on reddit somebody was like hey what shows are like battlestar galactica and someone said oh my god stargate universe mm. cannot fucking wait to get there super excited now i almost was like i'm gonna start watching it i'm like no i'm it's gonna be like years i'm gonna hold out <laughs> i'm gonna wait let me let me introduce you to the other host. This is Tori. Hi, everyone. And actually, that's a pretty apt uh, thing. Uh, it's going to come into some stuff I talk about for this episode. Uh, how kind of similar to uh, Battlestar Galactica this show is. Uh, so that's apt. That's an apt phrasing. Um, I like Perfect it. Perfect timing. Perfect yeah, yeah. timing. Um, but yeah, we're here, folks. We're here at the vertical watering hole. And as Sarah said, this is a comfort uh, listen. It's for your comfort. It's for our comfort. And yeah, and, and on that note, I just want to apologize for anybody who who'd like to be comforted to sleep and then I don't know, heard my voice. <laughs> We're not that podcast. This isn't that podcast. No, no. Yeah, this is conscious comfort. Yeah. <laughs> this this is while you're doing the dishes, mowing the yeah, lawn. Uh, this is like you drifted off and then I started talking. You were like, whoa, holy shit. Yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah, I'm yeah, awake yeah. now. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're comforted, but you're engaged. Yeah. Um, you don't have a choice. Well, look, uh, we've got quite an episode. What today. episode do we have today? We have season five, episode eleven, Desperate Measures. Oh, that's super weird because I thought it was called episode eleven, All Cigarettes Are Belong to Russians. <laughs> so, so much smoking, so much smoking. Uh, a, you know, it's it's almost like the language of this show is if they're smoking, they're Russian. Ooh, I guess that's true. Yeah. Uh, well, I, well, or uh, episode eleven, white van ninjas. You know. On that note, I had, I had this started as middle-aged mutant ninja Russians, and then I realized those aren't Russians, so it was middle-aged mutant ninja asswipes. Yeah, are they middle-aged? <laughs> I don't know. Yes, they are. They're not teenagers. No. It's not fun to say like <laughs> adult mutant Young ninja adult. asswipes. Yeah. 
20 uh, something mutant ninja ass wipes. Oh, I guess know, that one is not bad. That yeah. one wins the show, though. I mean, I don't got much. I I, I, I do have episode 11, Zetatron Schmetatron. I don't That's That was the extent well, of my, my trying. I've got VFV, Veterans of Foreign Vacations. <laughs> I don't know if you're familiar with the VFW, the Veterans of Foreign Wars. I've got uh, episode 11, Strong Female Lead. <laughs> I've also got, I was playing a game of Clue, and I got, it was the assistant in Seattle with a keyboard. You were playing Clue while you were watching the show? Yes. And it turned out it was the assistant in Seattle with a keyboard. No, I wasn't playing Clue, Tori. (laughs) 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 And I've got, you have another one? Do you have more? Are you really done? No, no. Well, I have one more, but it's weird. It's super weird. I have one more too. Do you want to go before me? Well, it's, well, okay. So I just, I, I don't know. I did. Sarah, just tell, just tell episode 11 on a cringe scale, one to 10, this show. Hey, Sarah, this, this show, this podcast, have I mentioned what a thrill this is for me? <laughs> That's so perfect. Cause my last one is the major puts the lotion on its skin. <laughs> <laughs> I had fun today. Wait, well, uh, uh, this episode aired September 7th, 2001. It's going to be the last episode before September 11th of that year. We'll see probably how... Not the, last, not the last one filmed by then, probably, though. Uh, yeah, well, I don't know. Yeah, see, they go because they go on hiatus after this one. They go on oh, their usual, like, three months. I don't know if it was usual, actually. Because, yeah, we, they don't come back until, I think, like, November or something in 2001. Yeah. Um, but anyway, uh, directed by Will Garrity... Um, who, oh, he's done them before. Uh, yeah, heard a, him, a, right? a few. His latest was the Between Two Fires one. Although we can never forget our favorite, The Broken Divide. Oh, god damn it! Season one, episode four. You uh, know, it's that episode's a shame because there are pe- probably people who are like, I've had enough of the Daniel Jackson slander, but I must continue <laughs> to refer them to that fucking episode. Uh, and the writer uh, of this episode is Joseph Malozzi, uh, just the, the the young buck. So yeah, let's start talking about this motherfucking episode. Uh, well, you know, oh, well, you know, before oh, we can do that, speak, speaking it. of trying to go to bed, uh, I think it's your turn, and then not being able to, not being able to. Um, no, no, no. I, I I've been up, Sarah. You're getting out of bed because you have 24 seconds. To save the world, only got twenty four seconds. Well, to the, save the, the world. world, the world's fine. It's just it's us, our little world. To, okay. to save Seattle from the new go out world. Um, okay. Are you ready? Guys, summarize this episode. All right, go. Okay, uh, Carter gets kidnapped from the gym, and um, then suddenly <laughs> I can't talk. That's not fair. And then <clears throat> a homeless guy sees her, and he's the only one. And O'Neill is like, "Is he for real?" And it turns out he does give him magazines, so that's really nice. And Q's in it. Q's a big dickhead. You think it'd be Mayborn, but it's fucking Q. And also, Seattle billionaires can all suck my dick. Sorry, I got really uh, off Wait. track. Was that it? Yeah, I got really uh, off track. Well, you you, you you beat the time. Uh, I, <laughs> sorry. I'm really sorry. It's not that you would think I wasn't trying at all. Can I talk about the severity of my ADHD? So yeah, Sarah, let's really let's 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 dig in deep to desperate measures. Okay, let's start feeling. with like 
the Gen X perspective here because I'm just like smoking looks cool. Oh yeah, it does. Oh my god, it's so oh, cool. My god. When I am being cool in a dream and like telling somebody to fuck off, there's a cigarette I've never smoked in my life. There's a cigarette in my hand and I'm casually like, go fuck yourself with my cigarette in my hand. I look so cool. (laughs) (laughs) No, yeah, everyone, everyone's doing it in this scene. We got some camoed up Russian soldiers. Uh, Yeah, we're like 2000s Russians just like chain smoking all the time. Everyone's smoking. Yeah, everyone's everyone's smoking. smoking. Yeah, a a truck comes in, but it's being blockaded by another group. And this young Russian like, yeah, they're like, hey, what's going on? Hey, can I have a cigarette? Yeah, let's hear you. What the fuck are they saying? Oh, there's no subtitles. Were there subtitles? No No, subtitles. I was like, what the fuck are they saying? Yeah, yeah, it's difficult. I'm not supposed to know that. They do kind of enjoy it. The same thing happened. Remember the opening episode, I think season three with the replicators and the Russian sub. Remember that? They did the same oh, thing. Yeah, it was like two minutes right. of just Russian. Does anybody speak Russian? I want to know what they're saying in both episodes. Can, yeah. Please. Give us a transcript, please. Please. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, uh, Jesus fucking Christ. This is an ambush like crazy. It's all friendly. He gives them a cigarette and then he fucking kills him. Even a- a- enemies, even you know, trading cigarettes. That's that's part of that's part of the thing. But uh, as soon as the young kid, they give him some papers. He's not buying it, though. And he goes back to the truck. But then just out of nowhere, you know, the camo lifts up. Russian soldiers shooting everybody. They just they, it's a slaughter slaughter. They kill I everybody. I know. Except one guy. Listen, I was like, what's in the truck? What's in the truck? Is there a gate in the truck? A trucks. I've seen a mini gate before. But then I was like, wait, is there an alien in the truck? And there is. Uh, yeah. There's a super pissed off Jaffa back there. Well, I... <laughs> well, he, he's dressed exactly like them. And so the, the ambushers like g- good on you for like killing literally everybody else and leaving this guy unscathed. Dude, they're good. Oh, yeah. No, yeah, they're crushing it. So, but yeah, there's the, a black inked Jaffa. Uh, yeah, he's no prime. Does this make it more confusing? I, I'm, I'm still confused by this whole scene. What What are you confused by? <laughs> well, just, well uh, what was happening? They have a Jaffa. Okay, what happened? What had happened was the Russian army had a Jaffa and they were like, okay, this is super secret and this is high value and we're going to transfer it. We're not going to use a convoy for whatever the fucking reason. Maybe we can't afford a convoy. I don't know what's going on, but we're going to just take this one totally unsecured truck thing. And then the other guys set up a checkpoint and they're like, the fuck is this checkpoint? And they're like, all right, well, it's like it's an ambush because we were hired by somebody to get that high value target. Well, they got it now. Um, all the Jafar Jafar are belong to us now. So deal. All right. All right. From, only, one, from one Russian hand to another. Uh, all right. Well, uh, we do it. Then, then there's a quick, quick, there's a quick cut to Carter doing a post gym victory walk. Listen, her clothes are so cool for that era, that moment. And I just want to know, do you think Carter would actually have cool clothes? Uh, maybe, maybe, I mean, I think she might be glowing up a little bit because not just cool clothes, but she's got a sweet fucking car too. Like she does. She should not have that car. I have a question for you Hmm. because I'm watching this going, okay, I can't believe that she doesn't have leaving the gym PTSD from the time she was kidnapped, leaving her gym. Wait, before? 
before this. Yeah, did, did that happen before this? Or am I <laughs> feeling like, am I remembering this episode and like <laughs> misremembering that we've already talked about uh, this, it? This is the sixth time she's been kidnapped <laughs> after the gym. Well, uh, I, I was saying, I she should, literally She right. really should switch, but they're very cheap and pretty fairly clean access. Okay, listen, here's what I wrote about this. I'm glad the one abduction hasn't kept her away from the gym, but that does look like maybe it's a different location. Like maybe now she's paying for two gyms yeah. you know, because they're hard to get out of, which is silly because mm-hmm. you can work out on base for free. And I was like, oh, it is a new gym. And then I was like, I feel like this is the first time this has happened. <laughs> is it? I think so, but it would be really funny if it wasn't. <laughs> <laughs> It was just well, been happening over like, and over again. Because they ambush her, and I was like, "Ooh, she's ready today." And I was like, "Oh, not that ready." Oh yeah, no, yeah. I said I was like, "Damn, her life is great." Oh shit, white man. And she does show up. She's she fucks up some guys a little bit. Like she goes right yeah. in there. Yeah, somebody's got somebody's got like a broken orbital socket. Yeah, but she does get overwhelmed. There's like three or four dudes. Yeah, there's a guy. There's a there's like an unhoused guy watching. Uh he's yeah, like, yeah yeah but he's like ninjas man Nin- ninjas <laughs> that and like to be fair are they clearly not ninjas a white van pulled up a bunch of dudes wearing all black with ski masks got out managed this woman fought and they were like no we fight better and put her in the van how does he know they're not ninjas I, I mean I mean yeah uh, at that point how do I know they're not ninjas it works it, yeah it, it works just fine uh, it totally works unfortunately this is a Saturday morning that's no good she doesn't have <sighs> a lot going on with other people in her life so nobody's gonna notice she's gone she was feeling good though she was feeling good she I was know. like yeah let's go this is gonna be a great well here's what's wild okay so she is missing fully 48 hours before Anyone notices because she didn't come to work on Monday because I guess they work on Monday through Friday, nine to five at the SGC. Yeah, that's, I'm sure that's true. But like, is she, I guess she's asleep for the whole 48 hours because later when they 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 don't do anything with her all weekend. I guess they're probably waiting for the doctors to show up to work on Monday. <laughs> yeah, they just keep her sedated the entire time. They're like, yeah, no, like, I'm sorry. They're they're not available until Monday. Uh, well, yeah, you know, yeah, at the base, the gang, you know, on Monday, you know, it's Monday afternoon and, you know, yeah, they're all sad. They're all, they're all waiting for some news. No one's seen her. And daddy, he's where he's like, you know, we don't got any jurisdiction in Denver. He's like, O'Neill's like, you know, I, I can walk around, you know, I can, I can ask around like, what, what are you, what are you talking about? Daddy's like, to be frank, she's never been my favorite. I kind of wanted all boys. (laughs) I do like that. She's called Sam though. That helps. (laughs) Well, yeah, well, and we, yeah, and we do, we do see her for just a sec. We do. Who changed her into those jammies? Mm-hmm. Dirty motherfucker. Mm-hmm. No, mm-hmm. thank you. You can leave me in my street clothes if you're gonna restrain me to that bed. Uh. Hey, do you think this is about Jolinar? I do at this point. I'm like, all restraints. She's supposedly in a hospital. This doctor says they're going to run tests on her. I'm like, this has to be some Jolinar shit. Why would she be medically kidnapped if it were anything but Jolinar? Oh, yeah. She doesn't have, yeah, she doesn't have any weird diseases or like she's not like an uber human of any kind. Well, she, well, they, they could pick a brain, right? I guess, yeah, they they're did. Like, her how, bra- her how whole brain she, was a computer. How does she have computer. 80 occupations in her head? 
Okay. Uh, but yeah, no, these guys, fuck these guys. Some doctors come in, you know, and just sedate her again. Like that's all they've been doing. And then for some reason, we cut back to the unhoused gentleman and he is ranting about a man with big feet or uh, Bigfoot himself. I, 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 I don't what know. What the fuck was that about? I, I, I don't know. Talking about this big footed motherfucker gets all the dates. All the people want to date him and his big feet. No, exactly. I know. I feel him. I feel, I feel him. Um, O'Neill rolls in and, uh, yeah, you know, they go through a little thing, you know, you, you got to tell me about this. Let's be sweeten the pot with oh a couple God. of dollars. This man is a bargain. He's like, I'll give you info for $1. Mm. So much so, like McNeil's like, how about two? That's that's too low. Yeah, that's. <laughs> and then suddenly he's like, "Oh, thanks for the money." He's yeah. like, "Oh no, no, I was just getting you used to handing money to me. It will need to be so much more money." Mm. Mm-hmm. I mean, mm-hmm. like, okay, like if McNeil had been like, "Fuck, I don't have any cash," I think he still would have told him. He still would have told him, right? <laughs> Like he gives a shit that this woman was seems nice. He's like talking about swapping information and McNeil's like, I'm just a simple guy with a closet full of national geographic magazines. <laughs> none of none of this makes sense. None okay, of this, this whole he, scene. It's fucked up. And the guy brightens up and he's like, can I have them? And I was like, did the original script say I'm just an average guy who drinks beer and has a closet full of hustlers? Ooh, yeah and someone on the writing it was deloise was like we can't mention that we gotta make we gotta smarten him up a little bit and the guy's like i'll bring you my fucking magazines and he's like all right i saw her she was feisty yeah yeah and i was like what now fuck you fuck you dude with your i want to see boobs and i'm calling her feisty because she fought back (laughs) eat shit and also and also apparently has been seeing ninjas around so I know, the, yeah. So that whole thing that you were saying that they might that it's possible that they fit the definition. No, no, it's just this guy just see I this whole scene is just ridiculous. Both can be true. Both can be true because it is true that he saw three to four ninjas in a white van kidnap the five nine feisty lady. The five nine think- feisty lady. That's the best all title. <laughs> <laughs> Let me write that down. Any hoozles. This guy's like um, yeah, I try to tell the cops about how there's ninjas all the time. He never saw said he sees ninjas all the time. Mm. He says he's aware that there's a ninja problem. Oh, <laughs> true. Okay, yeah, yeah, right. Yeah, true, yeah. true, true, true. All right, all right. And then, and then, like, he was like, "Don't forget to bring me those magazines." And then I was like, "Oh," and I was like, "Oh, he's not bringing those magazines." He didn't give a shit. I, ooh, we'll, we'll I see. We'll see. Couldn't be more wrong but he also doesn't bring a closet full he brings a milk crate a uh, milk crate yeah, that's a lot you know that's that's a couple years yeah. worth right sure 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 he probably picked out the least favorites so the next scene yeah like yeah he he's hanging out at daniel's office and he's the tr- next scene yeah they're for some reason talking about what japanese monster movies does mayborn like <laughs> Yeah, and at first you're like, "What?" what, And and I, yeah, I was also like, "What?" But then, yeah, so Jack is like, "All right, some sneaky team nabbed her. Who do I know? Mayborn. He's got something to do with it. Let's figure him out." And I guess, yeah, I mean, this is some QAnon shit right here. This like, uh, I guess the the NID used these type of sites for coded messages. Godzilla monster. What type of sites? What are they fucking on? Yahoo chat, MSN chat, some old film critic stuff, some old like uh, chat Um, room, 
Godzilla okay. Japanese so film. Like, okay, but like, mm, okay. How often is this Mayboard and check it? Well, yeah, I thought he was just chilling computer less in uh, mm. the Cayman Islands. Do you remember what they're like? Ooh, put in Hutch. Put the message Hutch. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I, <laughs> I don't remember. Oh, Kastarsky and Hutch. Got yeah, it, got yeah, it, got yeah, it. yeah, yeah, yeah. It's pretty, pretty nice. And O'Neill nice. was hanging out with his best friend episode. Yeah, when he was like, now Mayborn's my best friend. Mm-hmm. Things are, tr- mm-hmm. and you know, he might be. I, yeah. Because no, McNeil is not dying to arrest this man. <laughs> he is dying to let him escape. Yeah. 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 To be fair, he's pretty useful. Well, so while they're doing that, we cut to Carter, who's just being moved around on a gurney by some nerd. <laughs> she gets she gets tested, um, and her blood work is positive for Jolinar. And she's like, a little proud. <laughs> well, yeah, no, yeah, the, the, it's all shifty, right? Like she, they take her somewhere. They're watching her. Man, I don't know. I thought this was great stunt work. If this was Amanda tapping, because that little fall that she takes, yeah, and like think that looked hurtful. It was pretty good. And also, this is the moment where I'm like, hey, these aren't Russians. These are Americans or Canadians. I personally <laughs> can't tell Americans and Canadians the part. No, not just Americans, not just Canadians, Northwesterners. Yeah. Yeah. No, I could tell. PNW asked why. We're in the middle of UW right now. I could tell. <laughs> They're like, ooh, she's strong. And I like, this is more of that. Like, she's facing. She's strong. Fuck you. Like, she's on SG1. <laughs> you fucking idiot. Like, she will beat the shit out of your pansy ass. Fuck off well and well and they yeah she must have had some sort of like yeah special forces training in some way because if it's true that he gave her like twice the dosage of like then then yeah then she's probably she's probably you know she she's probably got some like some physiological training as well yeah to even be able to get up and be like lucid enough to grab like a sharp implement while she's on the Mm -hmm. ground and hide that and not cut herself yeah good job good job the thing about Jolinar, so I really believe this is a Jolinar issue. And I thought maybe <laughs> this is a Jolinar issue. Another one. <laughs> and I thought, you know what? Maybe she shouldn't have spoken so much about that. Like oh. if I had $1,000 in my backpack, I wouldn't like work it into literally every conversation I had. Like, oh my God, did I mention I have $1,000 on me right now? I have $1,000 on my person right now. I have a thousand dollars all the times when I'm walking. Ha ha ha. And then just like not think someone's going to jack me for that thousand dollars. You know, well, cause I have that question later. I'm like, did like you know, some, they figure out that she was the, she, the whole jaw in our stitch. I'm like, how did they like, it wasn't like the biggest deal, even within the SGC, but no, cause Carter made it the big deal. We've had that joke r- running for the last three seasons. How did I not I get know. that? <laughs> I know. <laughs> it wasn't I mean, some SGC documents that were found by Mayborn and given to them. No, it was the rumor mill that Carter well, started. And it's becoming, yeah, because she would like literally talk about it, like in the cafeteria or the hallway or like everywhere and like all these other planets where then the NID probably went. I guess though, like now, now it's starting to sound a little victim blamey. And I'm not saying that it's okay to kidnap her and do testing on her dissector <laughs> because she was Jolinar. I'm just saying the world being what it is, maybe don't walk around going, 
I have a thousand dollars all the time, every time, every time, all the time when I'm walking. Okay. So yeah, McNeil, like I said, he does bring the Nat Geo's, but not a whole closet full, just a milk crate full. Nice. But like, where's the guy? Hey guy, I didn't bother to find out your name. Where you at? Where you at? Uh-oh. Mayborn though. Somehow Mayborn is here at this guy's little campsite. What the hell is going on? Dude, this guy is a ninja. Oh yeah. 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 That, he's fucking everywhere and nowhere. And this is sad though. This made me And he's sad. got civilian hair. He's got civilian hair. Civilian hair. Yeah. He's wearing a sweater or like some sort of like sweater jacket of some kind. Like what happened to tropical Mayborn Barbie? I know he was a Ken. He was having, <laughs> he was having the time of his life. Why, why did he come back? I don't know. He's like, I'm tired of being a Ken. I want to go be an Alan. Um, Ugh. I don't know. Like he, he's also telling some sad stories where like, oh, McNeil is even a little in awe of like, how in the fuck are you here? And he's like, I am so good at finding people. No one can find me. I used to play hide and seek as a child. <laughs> I found everyone, but they never found me. And I'm just like, ouch, 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 ouch. And McNeil has no problem going like they didn't want to. It's, it's just, just like best the, friends. Quipping. The ringing, the ringing truth of that. God, it's like true. you might as well just like, fuck. But I mean, Mayborn is a real prick. So any hoozles. He is, but uh, but I will tell you this, um, because O'Neill's like, you know, they got Carter, mm -hmm. and I I believe Mayborn when he when he's sort of like like I actually don't know, I actually don't know anything about that. What do you think of when Mayborn says, "I can think of a hundred reasons NID would want her," and I was like, "Well, honestly, name a second one." Yeah, <laughs> but I told her, yeah, maybe her, her Uber brain. Uh, yeah, I know. But I wrote this down before we had that conversation. But literally, name a third one. Uh, maybe they thought that she was the 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 robot uh, one. They're they're, no, they're, they're weirded out that a woman's an SG one. You know, okay. like mm -hmm. they, they're like we have to decide something's going on here. We need to cut this woman open because clearly that's a man inside. <laughs> that, this is a man inside a lady suit. or an alien that they brought that's back. Right. Anyway, he's like, I can't help you. I can't help you. I can't help you. All right, fine. I'll help you. Try user four, five, mm. seven, four. Mm. But by the way, you should be prepared for the fact that she's like basically dead. Or uh, you'll never find her. Yeah. She's not coming back. <laughs> well, no, no. He, well, he's just saying that so that uh, O'Neill will uh, ask him for help. More help. Because he oh, wants him true. to be best friends. I He does. Like, what is it? Like, it's sort of like... On Love Island, where like all of these <laughs> yeah. dudes were into this. It was for a while. It was Molly Island. McNeil must have something that you have to be in his like physical presence to be like, holy shit, if I can't be your best friend. I mean, maybe, but oh. well, I mean, Mayborn doesn't have any options. Like he doesn't really have O'Neill is his closest friend, probably. That's how sad yeah, actually that he's is. probably the best friend he's ever had. <laughs> Could be. Could be. Yeah. Yeah. And like, um, they go to the mountain and daddy is like, well, I'm wicked smart. And then he's like, because he's like, <laughs> I know who you are four, five, seven, four, five, four yeah, yeah. Super <laughs> obvious. And I was like, yeah, me yeah, too, yeah, yeah, I yeah. absolutely know that is <laughs> sure. Yeah. You tell me though. And then I'll tell you if you, you're right. And he goes, oh, it's Q from, oh, from TNG. And then, so McNeil 
doesn't call Q, doesn't video time him. He, Sam is missing. And the amount of time they spend traveling or collecting magazines, like you can give those guys, that guy magazines after you find Carter, right? (laughs) He's not like, um, hi, (laughs) where's my delivery? But like, apparently McNeil sits outside of Simmons's office for like hours. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's Pentagon. What is it? Two expect. hours? Four hours? I think it said two. Outside. I think it said two hours. A full hour? That's not. That's not the worst. That's actually not too bad for military and the Pentagon. Okay, but would like he do that? Oh yeah, I don't know. He'd probably storm in. Yeah, uh, he'd probably he, be like, "I'm not waiting five fucking seconds." I mean, he's pulling a Daniel Jackson with the amount of like sauntering through trying to find. You know, uh, like, you know, Daniel's wife, uh, Carter. Oh, yeah, just like, I mean, I guess what I, yeah, Daniel Jackson. We'll try I guess to I'm find looking her, for my but... wife. And I guess by that, I mean, like, I'll do jumps on my cool new job. And like, if we happen upon information about my wife, like, I will totally consider yeah. asking daddy <laughs> if he would totally consider at some point letting us follow up. Yeah, come on, guys. Like, let's go. Okay. Anyways, Simmons. Okay, so yeah, so Jack's there. He's been waiting for, but he get, but he's finally let in. Uh, post his lunch, well, he's not let in. He storms in, which oh, is why I don't in? know why. Oh, okay, yeah, which is why I don't know why he waited like a full hour or however long, like at least an hour. Like what? Then Simmons is like, well, have you ever considered it was some glowy aliens? <laughs> like I'm not saying they're ghouls. I'm just saying they use that like really nice L'Oreal primer foundation. He's being a dick glowy. too. He's like he's like I read about a disappearance. Yeah. Any uh, hoozles. I don't give a fuck. And then like, but here's the weird things too. McNeil is like, well, I know you're involved. He's like, well, you don't. He's like, well, I have it from a trusted source. Two things. See, Kind of a best friend. Kind of a best McNeil friend. McNeil calls Mayborn a trusted source and he means it. And the look on Hugh's face is just like a wash and oh, fuck, I am pinched. Because he knows who the trusted source is. And I'm like, uh, mm. what do you mean? Who thinks he's a trusted source? And also, like, why does Q have such a fucking shitty poker face? <laughs> and then he's like, oh, well, you know what, though? He's not a trusted source because, like, um, here's some bank statements that I totally could have, like, I don't know, manufactured. And um, no, that fucker got $3 million. So, okay, bye. He's a liar. And everyone's like, oh, yeah, I guess he's not a trusted source because I don't trust him. Just waffling. Yeah, they're waffling back and forth. But but here's the thing. This is the thing. This, this is the thing that threw me f- for a loop. And we've been talking about this for this whole podcast. The, okay. N- the NID. So Simmons, he has, a, he has yes. an office in the Pentagon. Is he... He is like a head or a major player in the off the department of the NID. Yes. Yeah. And That's he has his a job thing. in the Pentagon. And his whole thing is the mandate is yeah, yeah. vital civilian oversight of top secret military operations. Well, and then well, O'Neill gives the best, the same question that we've all been thinking is like, so who has oversight over you? How does that work within the military? 
Also, can we talk about how hard they go outside of that scope? Well, uh, Simmons, well, Simmons has an answer for that. He's like, well, you know, there's some people like trusted sources who can do a little bit of overreach in terms of this department. But we are, yeah, we are, we are here. We are legitimate. We're a legitimate civil. Uh, what? We're not like this. Listen, we're not the CIA at all. I promise. We didn't know those guys were doing those things outside of our scope like the CIA does. Like we totally didn't know. We don't have black ops like the CIA and we definitely don't have anything where we send people out and say, if you get caught, you're fucked because we're going to pretend we don't know you. Don't say our names, asswipe, or we will kill you. We are not those guys. That could never happen in the United States government. Okay. Yeah. You know what? All right. Yeah. I had kind of forgotten the the parallels of the CIA in terms of this fictional department, but it's just the idea of like, yeah, that, that in this universe, yeah, there's this department that's legitimized. That's like all those classified military operations, <laughs> civilian, there's a, there's a branch of the government that's like, we'll have civilians looking out over that which are probably not, they're not voted in. They're, they're picked by the president, I would imagine. Which is so annoying because this guy is always like talking about elected officials making decisions. I'm like, nobody fucking elected you. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> Any hoozles. Um, yeah. We find out Carter did manage to squirrel away a scalpel. Mm-hmm. And she is like paying attention to the, the motion of the camera so that when the camera is not on her, she is sawing away at her leather restraints. They should just stop the motor on that camera. I mean, is this their first rodeo? Is this her first kidnapping? I know. Like, what else are they looking at in that room? Nothing. Something else. Well, it's fine because it turns out later the guy who's supposed to be watching the camera is like fucking around. Like, <laughs> I don't know. Oh, yep. Staring, staring at his thumbs, playing snake on his cell phone. Oh, yeah. Beautiful. Well, so we cut to base where Daniel Jackson is doing another beautiful PowerPoint presentation uh, about Zetatron Industries. What the fuck is this? I don't know, but I noticed Teal was at the meeting and I was like, oh, 15 minutes, we get some Teal. Jesus. (laughs) We're talking about Zetatron Industries, which is a billionaire motherfucker douchebag based in Seattle. And all I have to say is, yes, Seattle is fucking full of evil rich men. There's a few. So, okay, so, yeah, Zetatron Industries. Uh, they found They're out... bad. Well, they found out that that's where, yeah, Mayborn's money came from. Right. So they got to have something to do with something or other. This dude, Adrian Conrad, in Seattle, something, uh, living in Seattle. and uh, But he hasn't been seen in a while. No, and actually, it turns out his assistant signed off or the on the, the wire transfer. Oh, Diana Mendez. Yeah. The, Diana... Uh, Motherfucking Mendez. Boy, I thought she was going to get murdered. Not yet, but maybe in this next scene where Mayborn sneaks <laughs> into the building and she's like, how'd you get in here? And he's like, <laughs> once again, I'd like to brag about what a super spy I am. <laughs> Anyways, that is his um, job. That is his Jolinar. <laughs> yes, it is. He's constantly like, nobody can find me. Like, oh, looking. And then it bites him in the ass later. Oh, that's going to be great. Anyway. Okay. It's going okay. to be great. He's like, he's all. Um, basically to paraphrase, uh, I'll kill you if you don't tell me stuff. 
And somehow to make you feel threatened, you, you have a toy cannon on your desk. Yeah, yeah toy cannon. And not an actual gun, but you're, t- I mean, I point your toy cannon at you. Yeah. And she's like, oh, fuck. And starts talking. And when he's done and she tells him everything she knows, he turns the toy cannon away from her. Like, Take out a gun. What are you doing? Like, no, no, no. It's all, it's all, it's all power moves. He's doing that. He's just like eating, uh, lackadaisically from like her bowl of almonds. Like he's just, it's just pow- giga Chad power moves. This is good news. This is good news. He's pretty sure that they ha- have, uh, Carter, but he, uh, right. because he did the deal, but he didn't know that that was going to be like the, the consequence of the deal. He knew about the Jaffa. Because listen, I don't know how you feel about our side, Mayborn, but I was glad he wasn't the overriding douchebag. No, I believed him when he told Jack that in the earlier scene. I did scene. too, but aren't you glad to see not only is it true, but he's like, okay, well, um, oopsie on my part. I'm going to see if I can suck up to my, I hope, best friend Jack yeah. by finding Carter. Yeah. Like, cause he didn't have to do that. He had just been like, all right, I mean, it'll be tropical Ken Barbie. Yeah. He could have gone back to the islands, but he didn't. No, no, I didn't. Whose job is beach. (laughs) Well, okay. So yeah. uh, Super sneaky ass Mayborn. Yeah. He, he leaves Mendez and he's in the parking garage showing him the Dutch angle shot. And then he's caught in what has to be the most awkward seizing of a gun someone rolling up behind you and grabbing you that I have ever seen. Do you remember this? I don't. O'Neal coming I'm, up to I'm me. Wrapped. I'm wrapped with like, you describe it and I'm going to picture it. I don't know. The Mayborn's there. We, the camera's okay. shooting. We mm-hmm. see the reflection and he's, he's getting into his car and then O'Neal saunters up behind him, gets right behind him and enfolds him. Aww, and Mayborn, he doesn't immediately react. He's like, "Oh, oh, Jack, <laughs> Jack," mm-hmm. and then Jack, and then Jack's like, "Ah, oh, no, easy, big fella," and like reaches into his pocket, grabs his gun from inside his vest, and then walks away. But it's like it's like some homoerotic VHS shit. Like it's this so like fucked. The, these two, and they're like each playing hard to get. Is it's such a it's such a Sam and Diane? Will they? Won't yes. they? Yes. Um, and like, okay, but okay. So yeah. So yes, McNeil definitely confronts Mayborn and I'm like, mm, BT does the NID couldn't track him, but Jack can. <laughs> hey, Jack is special forces. Well, after the most homoerotic, uh, parking <laughs> oh garage God. hug ever. Oh um, my God. We go from the hottest scene to the novice scene. Well, I mean, it, it, that depends on your perspective. This doctor. No, yeah, this is too creepy to be hot. There's something there's something electric happening between McNeil and Mayborn, but the M&M's over there. But yeah, like, that's consensual. Uh, over here, this dude rolls into Carter's uh, room. I have one thing to say. Yeah. This is a two-person scene. It's Carter. It's the aforementioned rolling in doc. Yikes. Never ever, ever tie a lady up in your basement and say, I don't know if you know what a thrill this is. For me. <laughs> you know what? No, no. I mean, I mean, that's, I mean, that's a, probably a hyperbolic situation. I don't think that sentence will ever be good ever. <laughs> think about it. What if we were in line for a roller coaster, you and I, <laughs> and I turn to you and I go, have I mentioned what a thrill this will be for me? 
<laughs> I thought it was going to be fine until you actually said it. Yeah, I, I know. Like, Whatever, Tori, it's fine. We yeah. could be in line for a roller coaster. I'd be like, okay, I'm glad you're excited about the roller coaster. What if we're, but... what, 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 what if we're at like, uh, I don't know. I, I'd I don't... be like, is he going to kill me on the roller coaster <laughs> and like eat my thumb? <laughs> what if we're in line at Paseo's? Ready to get those mm-hmm. sweet, delicious Cuban sandwiches. And I turn mm-hmm. back to you and I go, did I mention what a thrill this is going to be for me? <laughs> yeah, see? Cringe. Oh, I know. Hey, I'm silently cringing. Like my, cringing I, don't have, I don't have a neck anymore. It's just the occipitals to the shoulders. And I'm not putting well, any like, I'm not trying to put cringe into it. That's just that's just a sentence. You're just, not? <laughs> I thought you were. Okay, I want to try it. Okay, I want to try it. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. We're in Paseo. We're at we're in line with Paseo. No, I get to try a scenario. Oh, okay, yeah. We're at my house. Yeah. And you've come over to record in person. All right. And I open the front door. <laughs> yeah. You step inside and bef- and I shut the door before you can finish taking putting your equipment down yeah, yeah. and taking your shoes off. I go. Ooh. I don't think you understand what thrill this is for me. <laughs> And that was you not putting anything into it. And is I that correct? Let me, I don't think so. Let me try again. Yeah. Okay. I'm trying to be as neutral as possible. I don't think you know <laughs> what a thrill this is. <laughs> it, it, no, it doesn't it sound good. It can't be done. It can't be done. <laughs> can't no. Be done. Can't be done. Anyway, yeah. Don't do it when they're tied up. No, in the basement. look on his face. Oh my God. Jesus fucking Christ. This man is terrifying. And this is where I put in my notes. The major puts the lotion on its skin or it gets the hose. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, he also says some weird shit. He's like, you're great. You're- <laughs> and I was like, at first I was like, it sounds creepy, but at least he's probably like, this is such a thrill to me to meet you. You're a brilliant fucking scientist. And it's really just, oh. you know what a thrill it is for me because I want to dissect you. Yeah. And and Carter, she's cold as ice. She's like, oh, yeah, you've made he's a like, big fucking mistake. Oh, yeah. And the disgust on her face. Yeah. Well matched to this guy's like oogie factor. Well, and and well, and she's doing, and she's still doing. Like I, I'll say this: the SG team, they rock it. They they do not disclose shit. They don't do anything. She's going with the I do telemetry satellite stuff. She's going with that. She's going with that old zinger. Yeah, she's. I'm a physicist. I do astro telemetry or something. Spatial telemetry, star telemetry. I mean, her heart's not really into it. She's just saying it, saying it wrote because she's pissed. And he is like so annoyed because he's like, tell me how you got your, your ghouled out. And she's like, it was a Tokra and it left on its own. It made a decision. (laughs) Well, she doesn't say that yet. And oh, that's later. Yeah. And well, and the the thing, maybe he was like, you know, you were always talking about John and I, we know this. We we listen to SG Fun. We know that. We at, know this, that. <laughs> at this point in the episode, were you thinking about the Jaffa that they had? I'd forgotten that scene until they show us the fish tank. Me, me as well. Me as well. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And I'm like, oh, that that Jaffa's dead. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Because uh, we cut to the observation room in this weird ass hospital, and Mendez is there, so she does know where so all. She was this full is. of shit. Yes. Yeah. Mayborn's not as good at his fucking job as he thinks. Oh, well. <laughs> his poor interrogation on his part. Do you think he he should have loaded that cannon? Mm-hmm. Yep. And so, yeah, no, but they're like, oh, well, you know, we got to get some info out of her because we got to put this guy in, into well, something. I, they don't say that yet. They just show it. And I'm like, oh, no, 
they're going to gold Carter. And I was really confused by that because I was like, they don't need her. Yeah. Just because she already had one. They're like, oh, well, she's already had one. So she could take another one. No, that's true. That was confusing. Yeah, you're right. I was like, why did they? But they got little Gouldy in a fish tank. That's fun. Yeah. And I was like, oh, my God. Like. (laughs) I feel like most Seattle billionaires, these fuck faces would just like have that in a fish tank to be like, look what I have in my fish tank. Yeah. yeah, yeah. They don't even need it for what Conrad is ultimately <laughs> going to use it for. They would just be like, oh, cuz just cuz. Yeah. A few Russians died. But yeah. No, that. Yeah. That took me back to that. Spot. Yeah. And that, that's most where they, where they got it. It looks mature, though, too. That's the thing. Like, it looks old, you know, big. Uh, it's a full on ghoul. It's not a little baby ghoul. Uh, yeah, that Jafar was ready to get another one. Mm-hmm. Well, we cut we cut to uh, McNeil and Mayborn, where Mar- Mayborn is explaining everything we just figured out. Yeah, he sold he sold the information about yeah. the Jafar. Yeah, which we knew, and yeah, that's where this that's where the ghoul in the fish tank came from. Blah, 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 blah. Yeah, we know, but I guess just in case somebody watching is like, I don't get it. Mayborn's explaining it all to McNeil. (laughs) But I did want to know, he's like, I don't know how they knew that about Carter. And I'm all caps like, how do they know this about Carter? Well, we answered that question. Yeah, she's she's gabbing. Oh, yeah, yeah, that's right. But no, but the thing is, is O'Neill tell he's like, Mayborn, what did you think was going to happen? And that's tenuous because how would Mayborn, the line between some shady organization grabbed a gold, anyone will want the gold for any reason. Mm-hmm. But the fact that that Carter was Jolinar, like that's that's a tenuous connection that they'd want her. And also, why would anyone be stupid enough to kidnap someone from the SGC, from the mil- from from the military, especially if you're private sector like that? Well, that feels I'll like t- an absurd statement, but I maybe not. I mean, we don't know this yet in this in that year, but this dumb motherfucker could have become fucking president of the United States. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> All he's trying to do Anything. is kidnap one, one super secret air force lady. Anything's possible. Uh, Anything's possible. Anything's possible. But it turns out, it turns out it, we're, we're all out of leads except Mayborn knows who Dr. Lecter is. Mm, mm, yeah. Who, who took the symbiote out of that Jaffa, that poor Jaffa. And so they sneak into said doctor's office because security is lax as <laughs> fuck. It is like breaking into my dentist's office would probably be, but easier. Because my dentist's office is in a high rise. Well, yeah, Mayborn's hacking the back door again. Listen, they get into this office like this office exists in like 1947. Yeah, a little shimmy, a little shimmy on the door. There's no cameras. There's no computers. There's no like vault doors to get through. There's no little private pseudo army. Mm-hmm. So Mayborn's like, okay, so we just learned that uh, this doctor got all this money from Conrad and then they get all the, then they get the, the medical records of Conrad. You'll be very excited about the next scene, Tori. Frazier's given a briefing. She's like, since they got his medical file, she looked, they gave it to her and she's like, he's got Burkrad's syndrome, Bertrad's, Burkrad's. I don't know. He's got some kind of like immune destroying, immune system destroying disease. And he, Dr. Frazier's like, well, clearly he wants to use, figure out how to use the healing powers of the Gould. And I was like, oh, good. They're not going to put it in Carter. They want to put it in this guy, but they don't want to put this guy. What they want to do is they want to find out if they can 
dehydrate it and grind it up and put it in capsules (laughs) and be like, here's your Gould supplement. Oh, well, well, yeah, well, yeah, ultimately, yeah, that that, that sounds great. Why don't they try that? People will take it even if it doesn't work. Well, I'm taking taking mushroom supplements. (laughs) I don't know if they work. Today's my first day. I do feel good, though. Well, yeah, well, and my my major question, Teal answers it. Because I'm like, so what's Carter got to do with this? And he's like, Carter would be a valuable source of information if, because I thought what they were thinking was they're going to put Gouldy into Conrad and then just take him out real quick. They're sort of like, place him in the, take him out. Yeah. Place him in there just long enough, just yeah. long enough, and then take yeah. him out, which has been impossible. I think that's what they think they're going to do. Because uh, what they have is rumors and hearsay about Jalinar, but not like actual information about yeah, what they don't it know takes what, to what do. was up. They don't know what they're doing. And you know, the thing about this, this prick is he could have just been like, Hey, um, I volunteer as tribute to the Tokra. I don't want to die. I would love to be a Tokra. And I understand that it's really hard to find hosts. Oh my God. You're right. You're absolutely. I didn't even think of that. Well, he doesn't want to do that. Cause he likes being on earth where he's like, fucking rich yeah. and powerful and yeah, like magnate. i mean yeah like i'm more important than the goddamn government so everyone's gonna meet in seattle oh it's great well because who who knows where conrad's at i don't nobody knows daniel knows daniel knows are yeah, you sure yeah because yeah, he's like so they need you know if they're going to keep this dude alive they need some they need you know hospital medical place uh highly stocked and as we all know the oh, pinnacle, yeah. the staple of Seattle, Washington, mid-century it's not, hospitals. It's not, it's not University of Washington, the number one hospital in the state. Yeah, no, no, yeah, it's not Harborview. It's not. Mm, uh, it's not Kaiser BM. Permanente. It's not Virginia Mason. No, no, no. no. It's S- not Swedish. Saint, 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 Saint Christina. Christina. I've never heard of Saint Christina. Which I did. I look. I looked it up. <laughs> oh, what she's a saint of? Uh, no, no, yeah, no. It's fictional. Although there was a couple of tributes to St. Christina at St. Demetrios Greek Orthodox Church in Seattle, Washington. And I watched those during my research. Was she the same? Lovely of? woman. Uh, uh, <laughs> what was it? it? It was like plants, like healing, like, you know, like medicine. So oh, that's a great name. Kind of makes hospital. sense. Yeah. yeah. It and would've... especially a planty ass Pacific Northwest hospital. <laughs> yeah. Hippie hospital, St. Christina. We all know this place. <laughs> it's like where the Knox would go. The SG gang. They're like, they're there. So let's roll over there. Uh, well, so we cut, I guess, to the interior of St. Christina's where Carter has finally broke out. Yeah. Strong female lead. Strong female lead. Yeah. The secondary creepy douchebag who is secondarily a Mount Creepy is <laughs> supposed to be watching her on the camera. And he's not. He's like doing a Rubik's Cube or playing with like fucking silly putty or some shit. Yeah. And uh, fuck you, motherfucker. Carter's on the loose. Yeah, yeah, she's ro- rolling around. Um, and despite the fact that, yes, there's security around who have guns, you know, they're ready to rock. She doesn't care. Asian representation in the year 2001, Asian male representation, she kicks the shit out of an Asian <laughs> guy and steals his gun. Yeah, yeah she does. <laughs> nice, nice. Let's, what did I say? Let's shoot some private sector fools. <laughs> <laughs> This is private security. So she's running around, running around. She opens the door and runs into a room and shuts the door. And whoops, wrong room. It's douche Conrad. <laughs> and I was wondering something. He's so fucking evil. 
Yeah. And he's like, oh, they've got, he's got security guys with guns behind him. And he's like, listen, the way this room works is you cannot fucking get out. And she's like, well, if you kill me, you won't know. And he's like, I, don't, I will kill you because I'm going to die. I'm going to die if you leave or if I kill you. So I'd rather kill you. And I'm like, is this motherfucker so evil that the ghoul might actually like Tokro with him? Yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah, yeah. like you know what I mean? Or like, well, even if he doesn't, will this guy kind of enjoy sitting back and watching from inside his own body? Because he's horrible. Yeah. The ghoul is like, oh, man, we've met our match. You know, like I know uh, he'll be like, oh my god, adventure time. Yeah, 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 yeah. No, yo, kindred, kindred spirits, besties. Yeah. This has been like he'll be like in his head talking to to the gold, going, I, you can plead me, like literally <laughs> and figuratively. Yeah. Well, yeah, okay. So yeah, Carter's like, oh, I, well, this guy does. He ain't looking good. I, he's not bluffing. No, I will say. And he is also like, she's like, this doesn't excuse what you're doing. He's like, rule breakers like me are how we make advancements. And I was like, ooh, this guy should get into the submersibles business. Look, this voice cracking Citizen Kang knockoff. He's <laughs> a piece of shit. Yeah. And the thing is, is like, I guess. And this is this was where I had the question. I was like, I guess they know everything. I don't know what they know. I well, they don't know enough about Jolinar. They don't know like. enough. Yeah. It, it's it's like they heard these water cooler rumors mm -hmm. and mm -hmm. that was enough for them to be like nabber i really wish i could get a temporary gould under supervision and be like totally cured <laughs> i mean i wouldn't i wouldn't kidnap major carter to do it or kill a few russian citizens oh well yeah, yeah no no yeah jesus christ this is like the private sector coming home to roost like this is this is an aspect mm -hmm. we haven't really seen in stargate quite yet i like it though like i'm really here for seeing like uh, the out of control billionaire private sector yeah but it's awesome because at the same time it's like as we as the audience know that carter they didn't take jolinar out of her didn't jolinar just sort of disintegrate yeah jolinar, somehow jolinar saw that she was being killed by the gold bracelet weapon and Jolinar was like, I can't be responsible for that. I'm going to absorb all that. And so, yeah, there was no taking. There was no. And then I leaked out of her ear or her vagina. It was just like, <laughs> and then I just was absorbed into her body. Like um, an ingrown hair or something. Like that, that isn't that sort of a, isn't that, is that sort of a statement where it's like this private sector guys. Yeah. They think they know everything, but they, they, they don't. In the end, mm -hmm. Carter wasn't going to give them any real I know. information. It's almost like they already make submersibles that can yeah. go the depth <laughs> yeah. of the Titanic. But this guy is just like heard that maybe it's the thing you could do and was like, I'm going to do the dumbest fucking, obviously dumb fucking thing I can. Which kind of makes this a, a sort of like a maybe not pro military episode, but it's sort of like, like, look, like we, we, we as a society, we've established certain hierarchies of like information it's like they've mm -hmm. been dealing with this let them deal with this like that's their purview it's like but then yeah guys like this coming i think like, you're well, we certainly know. certainly meant to side with government versus civilian or like just capitalists but at the same time you're not because we've seen what fuck faces are in the government like participating yeah 
Well, yeah, the government, yeah, decided to have a department called the, the NID. <laughs> the message is trust no one. Try, uh, there we go. Yeah. Trust, trust O'Neill. I'm super worried. Oh. I have talked so much shit about Seattle billionaires that I am worried that Mary Bezos and Bill Gates will stop listening to this podcast. <laughs> They'll never give us $5 a month on Patreon. <laughs> Not now. Well, that's all right. We got, you know, we'll have a couple other, we'll have some other fans who were, were $5. I'm just kidding. It won't be. As... This is the people's podcast. <laughs> but they're very clearly at this point, we're like very clearly they're going to put this thing into Conrad because that's sort of their like worst case scenario is they're going to put it in Conrad and he's dying right fucking now so they do not have time to do the years worth of research and sam is like do you think there aren't already teams of scientists who have been working on this for years yeah yeah exactly the thing you're trying to do that was oh and that's when he was like i take risks and i'm like enjoy your submersible yeah 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 you're five you're five steps behind and you don't even know it yeah and he's clearly like he's fucked like they don't have any time and he's coughing it up so yeah and he's like i gotta get out of here i guess he had his fun chasing his prisoner uh let's Mm -hmm. get him let's get him back to the full suite of shit that he was obviously in and then he got out so he could chase someone around the building oh my god he's all like hugh hefnering around in his wheelchair in his like fancy pajamas (laughs) yeah yeah he's not well I, i don't know what he has He's got the I mean, consumption. He's about as likable as Hugh Hefner, too. So, yeah, he's, he seems to have consumption. He's like, he's like yes, yeah, five seconds away from delicately coughing blood into a silk handkerchief yeah, yeah. and letting us all know what's happening. Um, so we we see that everyone has arrived in Seattle and they're outside safe Christina's. And my question is, why isn't SWAT arresting Mayborn? Why are they working with airmen and airmen Air Force contractors? I don't know what's going on. But they no, are. This is a little strange. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Because all, all that's happening. Tilk and Daniel are in civilian clothes. Yes. And I'm like, what? and Mayborn's there like, I want to help. I want to help. I want to help. And Jack's like, Jesus Christ, you can be with me. <laughs> but he's really like, all he's like saying he hates it. But his everything about him is like, oh, my God, you can be with me, I guess. I yeah. yeah. Care. And uh, we see they've put the gould into the dude. Conrad's goulded. It's no fun though. They didn't show it. Like all they showed was them them wheeling the fish tank over. Was like, it back of the neck, front of the neck, yeah. in the mouth, up the nose? They just popped the top up and gould. They just sort of jumped out of the tank, right? And like, and how are they like? Did they stand back going like, "Don't get me"? Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. But no, he's he's in there. Yes, he and like, but he's acting like I don't know. Like he is so good at being like, I feel great. That I'm, I'm feel great. I feel so good, you guys. Immediately, I'm me. That I'm like, I don't remember it taking this long for the gold to take hold. <laughs> I'm so stupid. I'm like, oh, it seems like it seems like Conrad. Well, and also for things to just go come back, his consumption just goes away like that. And mm-hmm. Mendez is like, well, that's good. That's fine. I guess Mendez and him, they have a relationship or whatever. I guess that's kind yeah. Of I thing. think they're lovers. Yeah, and she's like, all right, that was plenty of time. Get it out of him now. And I was just like, oh, someone's about to die. (laughs) I was like, Diana's about about to 
fight it. And they're like, well, no, 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 we, we, you know, we're still, we're still two months into five years of research. The the thing we could learn from Carter, we can't really, we'd have to like look at her brain, cut it open. The sociopathic motherfucker who threatened to shoot her because he would die either way in the last couple scenes, a couple scenes ago, he didn't authorize us to kill her and study her brain tissue somewhat unbelievably, almost like it was an oversight, more of like something he refused to authorize. Yeah, they say that. Don't worry. <laughs> but Diana's like, I am about it. Do it. Well, and he even he's awake now, too. Like, they could just ask him. They could. <laughs> and like, do you approve it? Oh, I guess they don't. I don't know if they can, like, trust him. Oh, I guess so. You can't sign any contracts when you're under Gould. Well, Mendez is cold as ice. She's like, yeah, just do what you got to do. Go in there right now. Let's do it. I know. Okay. And then can we... I did enjoy... The electrocution jokes that Daniel Jackson makes in the next scene um, when he walks into pretending like, oh, my God, I've been electrocuted. You have to let me in the hospital. Oh, it's the best. And the guy's like, fuck off. And he's like, have you ever been electrocuted? You don't know. Yeah. And he's yeah, like, yeah. no. And he's like, I zapped you. Yeah. Yeah. It's great. But Teal doesn't even zap the other guy. Daniel Jackson zaps that guy, too. And then Teal comes in in his trilby. Looking yeah. great. Yeah. That's a great hat. This is a weird man. Think about going in. Like, what if you went into a hospital that looked like that? The waiting room looked like that? Um, pass that hospital's haunted for sure. (laughs) Or like that's a hospital where they have some kind of creepy back room where they're doing like bonkaroos, crazy Frankenstein-esque, like American horror story surgery. I'm not here for that. Which, yeah, it's it's actually sort of happening in the episode. Some of the rooms that Carter's in look pretty good. Like they don't, they're kind of like too big and clean looking to be part of the same hospital that Daniel Jackson and Teal just infiltrated. Oh, <laughs> well, yeah, because they infiltrate what seems to look like it looks like a kind of a 1920s style mm. building. Right. And now at and, newest and Carter's. Lo- yeah. And, and they're in some sort of like hyper tech, which I guess. Yeah, it's a shell, right? It's a shell for uh, Conrad. All right. Well, so, yeah, everyone's running through uh, try- looking for Carter. Meanwhile, Conrad slash Gould is just risen up Mendez because he's like, no, nah, it's me, baby. Like, look, you know me. Like, look, my eyes, my eyes are a normal color. Right. And suddenly I'm like, I cannot believe the last scene. I was like, I guess that's Conrad. And in this scene, I'm like, oh, I'm so stupid. <laughs> I was like laughing. I was like, I was totally like, huh, how long is it going to take for him to ghoul it out? Like he ghouled it out immediately, obviously. And then she's like, like oh i don't know and i'm like oh yeah she's definitely about to die she's definitely about to die she's about to let him go he's like baby just give me one hand so i can like caress your face i love you although the thing is is like why like why would she know like why would like because again as we've already stated they all have a very like fourth person removed experience with Gua'uld. these are just rumors they don't know the extent I am unhappy because at this point, Carter has like metal restraints that she can't saw through Mm. in a very awkward position. And um, she's like crisscross applesauce on the hospital bed. Mm. And I'm like, ah, Gould's about to be on the loose. He's going to kill this bitch. Mm. And then Carter cannot defend herself. But I am worried about the wrong threat. Because O'Neill comes in. Oh, wait, no. no. (laughs) (laughs) The docs come in. Yes, because O'Neill's threatening. No, yeah, because those those two creepy one and half creepy two come in. And uh, Carter's just like, you're about to kill me. 
Yeah, they're just and they're like, well, they're a little kind huge of. fucking yeah vial of yeah. Gu- bye bye juice, like uh, a kill shot. Yeah, yeah. Um, they're, they're, these these two jabronis are gonna do like brain surgery like right now. I know, I know, I know. Jesus, I know. this is amateur hour, dude. Right, like, and I would think that of all people, Conrad would have had an interest in making sure that there was a contained room or facility to keep him in once he was goulded. If that had to happen, because he doesn't want the ghoul to run off with his body. Yeah, it's amateur hour all over the shop. This is so fucking stupid. I Anyways. mean, they put Gouldy into a fish tank. <laughs> I know, I know. Some sort of like Petco, you know, $50. Yeah, and they didn't even put a little diving man at the bottom of it to bubble around. Yeah, stunning, Bullshit. stunning. No treasure chest. Uh, Well, uh, yeah, but no, but Car- uh, O'Neill rolls in. He saves Carter. I don't know. I found this really funny when he's like, put your guns down. He goes, don't even fool around. Yeah. Don't even mess, don't mess even, around, don't even, guys. So he said, Jack. don't even fool around. <laughs> and I was just like, what? Put it down. And then and then Carter's response is very dramatic. Thank you. Yeah. What? I like wrote the scene. It's so funny. Well, and then they get her out of uh, the handcuffs and he just, he like hands her gun and immediately he's like, all right, you're back to work. Right. Right. <laughs> Not like, are you ready to and go? And she's like, thank you, sir. <laughs> and she's just, she's ready to rock. She doesn't, and she I'm doesn't, like, she doesn't you... have to stretch. And this, this will matter later, but you didn't bring me a flak jacket. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. They're all wearing so is, one. Did everyone else get a flak they jacket? Did. I oh, get yeah, flak they did. Oh, yeah. They definitely did. That's what's under Tilk's jacket. O'Neill calls Daniel and he's like, Daniel, we got her. And he's like, ooh, well, that's good, but we don't got him. We got no no Conrad and a dead Mendez. Yeah, yeah. We definitely have a dead Diana. Okay. And like, otherwise, the juice is loose. Like, good luck, motherfuckers, because there's a killer on the loose. Uh, Yeah, no, he, he's around somewhere. And so O'Neill's like, oh, shit. Hey, Mayborn. You you stay here and watch the docks. Okay, this is where I'm like, okay, Mc, McNeil really likes letting Mayborn go because I know he doesn't trust Mayborn's word. He was like, Mayborn, would you give me your word that you'll stay here and watch these two? And Mayborn's like, totally, in a way that says absolutely fucking not. They both know. They both. They know. both know, and I think McNeil doesn't want to put him away. Yeah, no, no, totally, totally. Uh, I, I, I think so too. But no, but I'm like, man, these doctors need to be brought to justice. Well, yeah, Mayborn will probably watch it for a little bit. And it's a ghoul hunt. Other than that, it's a ghoul hunt. Everyone's hunting ghouls. This is a very long, protracted shot of all of them going through this fucking crazy ass, spooky fucking hospital. Do you see I, this? I have two things written down right now. Jesus, everyone on SG-1's clothes are so very big. And also, dark screen, long hunt. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> yeah, no, that's true. I couldn't believe how long this was going on. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah. Nothing on this show has ever lasted this long. I think it's swap genres. This is not a sci-fi bit. This is not... this. It's bar- It's sort of a military bit, a little bit, but it's really like... It's like it's a, a hunt. It's it's an action. It's like an action thriller sort of thing going on yeah. here for a while. Like an alien kind of situation. Like find it, find it and kill it. 
at some point, Daniel rolls back into the room with the docs and he sees them yeah. handcuffed and unconscious. Sans Mayborn. Mm-hmm. Just real quick. So he's like, oh, all right. Well, he doesn't even look surprised. Yeah. He's like, oh, huh? Uh, yeah. Can I say, by the way, I was like, why did why is Daniel back in this room? Yeah, yeah he's, <laughs> he's did just, he get lost and walk in a circle? Because like, yeah, yeah, they know it's not in that room. And if it were, Mayborn's supposed to be there. So meanwhile, O'Neill's in the boiler room. <laughs> yes. Finally, 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 McNeil finds him. He's ready to shoot him. And he does that whole gold thing where he's like, mm-hmm, you know, risk killing the host. And he's like, <laughs> I would love to shoot the host. Yeah. Do you know who the host is? Uh, like the host is is fucking Jeff Bezos, so I'm good. <laughs> yeah, don't worry about it. But oh my god, what happens instead? Somebody double taps O'Neill in the back, ah, like a big old piece of shit, scaredy baby. And those are bullets. Those are bullets. I know. At first, I did not think that. I was like, that cannot be bullets. Those must be like little rubber bullets or darts. I thought darts, Dark. knockout darts, <laughs> yeah. like you know ketamine darts or something i don't know but and then it's q and he delivers a terminator line the b terminator line to the ghoul he's like you come with me if you want to live yeah 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 and i was like if this fucking gold were smart he'd jump out of that buddy and jump in to the guy with more powers buddy oh you know That's what I'm saying? Okay, okay. I'm just like, and keep like jumping bodies until I guess like your president. <laughs> well, yeah, no, this is crazy. Simmons, you're he's he's a true villain. Like what the fuck? He's a what? real piece of shit. Fuck that guy. Fuck that guy. Like it's so crazy because I thought fuck that guy about Mayborn a couple of seasons ago. Mm-mm. This guy is like 10 Mayborns. Uh, crammed yeah. into one shitty slimy little body I mean he he went mask off a little bit in the last episode he was in with daddy but mm-hmm. uh, but yeah no this is like he just shot uh, a military special forces officer like this right. it, the, the NID can't work like this this is not this is not this is not legitimate uh, all that was all that was bullshit I know I know and then <laughs> it's like totally they think Mayborn did it and like Mayborn gets blamed. I know. That I makes know. me mad. It does. Not it made little, me legitimately mad. Me too. Not my tropical kid, well, <laughs> Mayborn Barbie. Well, hey, well, but yeah, because we find out because Carter finds O'Neill, he's fine because he had a vest on. We saw him put it on earlier. Uh, it okay. stopped one, except he got hit in the arm. Okay, he got shot in the left arm no, again because he was shot twice. And he was like, "I want a vest with sleeves," and I'm like, "Yeah." <laughs> Sure. I would want a vest with like a turtleneck too. And like maybe like a over the face mask. mask. And like maybe like a, you know, whole body. Just a whole metal cage. Yeah. But like, you know, and and Sam's like, there's gould in them hills. There's a gould out there somewhere. We don't we don't really know where. And they make a point of saying like, yeah, it's weird because no one saw him leave. No one saw anybody leave. We had a whole crew around the building. No one's so, but no one saw Simmons leave. Conrad, wh- who, who's who's running this SWAT team in Seattle? Shit, it must have had to be local. Like, okay, but dropped let's the talk about, ball. okay, but can I remind you of I think this, was this, maybe this was right before COVID, so 
Can I remind you that SPD left a trunk full of fucking guns open on the street downtown? Oh. <laughs> I think I remember that. Yeah. All right. <laughs> <laughs> Well, okay. Well, so the last scene is Simmons and Conrad in a shitty little room. And he's like, all, uh, now he's total gold voice. And he's like, you don't have shit to offer me. And he's like, <laughs> shmarmy. I'm shmarmy. I'm so shmarmy. <laughs> Just wait and see what I have to offer. And I'm like, what? What the fuck does he have to offer? And why? Why? Why would he? Is he? What kind of, is he a, is he a triple agent of some kind? Is he working for like the fucking Knox? Like who, like what? Like, no, what? he just wants, he wants Gould information to try to defend earth. I think. Oh no, he can't. No, this guy, there's something nefarious going on with this motherfucker. Okay. Well, I do want to say really quickly, the poll about this episode that I would like to put on Patreon is this. Mm. What? Will Simmons offer the Goa Ould a tickets to a Taylor Swift concert? Oh, Tay Tay shit. B a host with better connections and more clout like Senator Kinsey. (laughs) C Goa Ould bracelet weapons or D a whole planet to start his rule. Ooh. Those all sound similar in uh, ability and level, you know, a whole planet, mm-hmm. Taylor Swift con- uh, tickets, the same, same, they're the same. My understanding is like, Tay Tay might have been a little it's higher. Probably, actually. probably easier Harder to give to... him a planet yeah. than get Taylor Swift tickets. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, no, that's, that's totally works. Because mm-hmm. that guy's connected, but not in the right ways. <laughs> all right, Tori, were you comforted by this episode? I, I think ultimately, yes. I think I was comforted, Um, but it was, but it was weird because uh, for most of the episode, I was just kind of like, eh, this is kind of a weird, we're not jumping planets. It's, it's, it's barely even sci-fi. I don't know what's going on, but but then, but then true. But then I was like, you know what? I do kind of like this and and I'll tell you why, because I like how Stargate, when we compare like Stargate, Star Wars, Star Trek, Mm -hmm. Battlestar Galactica and all that stuff. I like how Stargate can play in different media genres Mm -hmm. it's 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 a you know what i'm you know what i mean yeah like you were i I see where you were going when earlier when i brought up battlestar galactica and i feel like battlestar galactica had a very similar episode with starbuck oh Um, yeah 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 in in a cylon breeding hospital or some gross like they they can ground themselves like Mm -hmm. the the stargate can have an episode where they're like hanging out with some hippie aliens somewhere doing some 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 sci-fi shit and then the next episode talk be talking about weird government agents shadow governments Mm -hmm. private sector and have a whole extended thriller scene uh and stargate can do that can star wars do that not really no can star trek do that maybe maybe have they like, I guess they, I think they could if they wanted to. What they will do is come up with an idea and they'll backfill whatever they need to to justify it, like with Mirror Universe stuff and every series oh, gets at least one time travel episode or goes to a planet that's like time traveling. But they don't. It's not the same because that's what kind of tends to be like one-off shit. 
I you know what you. I mean? It's like not the, the whole deal. It's not like we actually have a foot in this world and a foot in this other world. I, I think, yeah, I like that Stargate has flexibility like that. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, never mind. I am comforted. Yeah. Yeah, I am too. Because you don't get I well, I definitely am. And to be honest, oh, I'm yes. jet, I'm usually comforted by the show. Oh, okay. Sarah's comforted but, by this episode. Yeah, I think that because you look at like sure, like BSG had the ability to be on planets sometimes, but mostly what you ended up with was like too much of a season we're on that they're on this barren shithole planet. <laughs> and while that was a good season, when you think about rewatching it, you're like, ah, I got to the part where they're on the planet. Can't wait till they stop doing that. <laughs> I, I like the fact that Stargate is somewhat grounded in a way. Uh, I enjoy yes. it. Yes. Okay. Okay, fine. Stargate has its own space that it occupies. Love it. Love it. Fine. Fine. It does. Um, I'm fine with that. I th- I, you I've see, always you, thought that. You don't seem comforted right now, but... <laughs> <laughs> I hate being wrong. I guess from now on, I'm like, this show's fine. The point point is, folks, we're comforted by this. That's right. Um, Although, Sarah, I got a question for you. Yeah, what's up? During the episode. Yeah. Did you relate to any characters in a a few ways? One, did you want to be a character? Yeah. Did you absolutely not want to be anywhere near a character? Nah. Or were you like, "I, I am that character? Meh. Did you see that? Did you feel it? You know what's interesting? (laughs) (laughs) I don't remember the last episode of this show where I found one of the characters relatable. Oh. In like a real way to Mm. me. But I was able to think, I'm going to say if I had to pick a character in this episode where I'm like, yes, please, that's the vibe. I'm going to go with Mayborn. (gasps) Yeah. First of all, he's on his way back to being Tropical Ken Island Barbie. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And he's kind of like, I don't know how, like, I'm like, oh, it's Mayborn. Mayborn's cool. Yeah. Oh, yeah. He's definitely cool in this episode. I I think if, I mean, if I were Mayborn, I would look at some cosmetic dentistry, but that's my own vanity issues. (laughs) He seems fine. (laughs) He could afford it. Yeah. Could he? Oh, right. Yeah. He has $3 million. (laughs) Okay. But I definitely don't want to be Diana. Oh, shit. There's nothing like falling in love with your boss and ending up dead in a weird, creepy, like closed hospitals floor mm-hmm. because mm-hmm. you're stupid. True. And naive. You know what I mean? We've all felt stupid because of a man, but nobody quite as stupid as Diana. <laughs> yeah. My meh. My meh is Teal'c because I feel oh. like the treatment he's getting is meh. Didn't get any action. Yeah. Mm-mm. It's bullshit. Okay. How about you? Uh, well, yeah, no. Uh, my yeah is Daniel Jackson. Uh, he kicked butt in this one. He, he, he was an integral part. He was an integral part. Great PowerPoint mm-hmm. presentation. Did mm-hmm. a lot. Of, got, did a lot of research. He found Carter. Mm-hmm. Figured Fair. out a bunch of shit and had a gr- that great line before that in someone. I know you're right. That's a great yeah. Uh, and my net is Carter. All that shit that happened to Carter, and uh-huh, then plus yes. being put straight to work. Yeah. As soon nobody's as like, soon as she get as she gets freed. Nobody's like, let's get you a juice box and a cookie, no. and you sit and you can sit down. You you, you know have to. Like, why don't you take a nap? No, she has to work in the fucking scrubs. 
I know. That, by the way, again, who put those on her? That creepy doctor. You know, oh. I don't I have no idea how much of a thrill this is. Oh, my me. God. That's a better net than Diana to the H. Uh, all right. And my meh is Mayborn. And I'll tell you why. Um, it's good. He got away with all the stuff. Like, he got yeah. out of there. Yeah. Um, but, one, he's not in the tropics. He might be going back, but he, he he had to come back to Seattle, Washington. What are you trying to say about Seattle, Washington? I'm just saying. It's, fucking it's Idaho not the Cayman Islands. Uh, Whatever, Idaho. And shut the, up. And then two, his best friend, Jack O'Neill. Oh, thinks he shot him. Thinks he shot him. Yeah. That was bad. She, yeah, yeah. That's terrible. So that's my meh. And he's not around to like clear it up. Yeah. It's I a think, problem when you have a conflict with your long distance best friend. Is it's just like harder to clear up than if you just seen each other all the time. Yeah. Yeah. Miscommunications exactly. like I think you shot me happen. <laughs> yeah. 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 Okay. Well, that is that. That is that. Let's folks. see what's happening next time. Oh man. Oh my god. I'm very excited. I don't know what I had I don't remember what the episode is yet, but uh-huh. just the title of it. Wormhole X stream. <laughs> what is that? <laughs> I love it. Okay. This is okay, written by somebody. Kale? Kayla? Kayla? Maybe it's the interesting. Okay. A strange ship is headed towards Earth, and the SGC suspects that Martin Lloyd and his companions uh. may have something to do with it. O'Neill is sent to speak to Martin and is assigned as a military consultant on Martin's new show, Wormhole Extreme, which uncannily resembles SG-1, despite Martin once again <laughs> losing his memory. His former shipmates, Stahl Carter and Daniel, by throwing them off the trail and into the hands of the NID. How much do I love that I was literally just talking about this character? I'm excited. This sounds like so fun. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's gonna be there's gonna be like a like a show O'Neill and show Carter. And maybe this will make up for the fact that he because I've watched this actor in different shows and I finally have given in. I'm just like, I guess I've been watching just like that. Although I'll mm. admit it's a depressing show. But also Stanford Blatch, this guy's character, he's like in like an episode and then he goes to Japan. <laughs> okay but mario cantone gets to stay awesome but, just okay. real quick just i'm yeah. sorry just real quick real quick the episode we just talked about aired S- september 7th 2001 okay this next episode aired mm-hmm. september 8th 2001 the next day wow what? that's lucky for for viewers in 2001 what the fuck what you know fucking know i don't know Okay. Listen, sometimes shows I watch are like, here's two episodes on one night. And I'm like, oh, okay. Well, all Maybe that stuff having... I was talking about, this was the last one before September 11th. I got to like figure that out. I got to figure Yeah, out. you sound real stupid. Yeah. <laughs> I'll keep it in. Come try us. Come try us, ladies Come and Come try us. I'm gonna say come try a Patreon. Oh for yeah. This this show. For try this it. show. Because this is obviously a fake advertising section, which means this is uh, something we do for free, which is totally fine, except for that Tori's computer is going to <laughs> eat shit on us. And we've been sitting on that for like 
I think a year. A little bit, yeah. Or like your computer ate shit. Now you have your roommate's computer. It's also gonna eat shit. So. I mean, yeah. I mean, and there's always there's always costs associated with what we do. You know, we've been paying That's a little true. bit of money to keep this alive. Yeah, by free I mean um, we lose money. <laughs> true, true. But yeah, no. We, there's a there's a, a nifty little website called Patreon. Maybe you heard right. of it. Uh, I've heard of it. I've heard of it. Nice. I I support if books could kill on Patreon. Mm. Yeah, I support a few people on Patreon. You know, it's not too much. It's lovely because yeah, I personally feel you know I'm I'm, I'm always down if if I like a sh- if I've been entertained by people for a while. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah, I I am internally compelled to give them a little recompense. What I find is there's a podcast where I actually enjoy listening to the people talking and what they have to say. And I enjoy the content that I like all of their bonus content. All of it. (laughs) All of it. Literally, I cannot say what these guys could do. And I'd be like, yeah, sure. I'll listen to that. It could be like, we went garage sailing today and here's our podcast. But like, this is great. Seriously, I listen to bonus episodes about people eating at the Cheesecake Factory because I like the people who do it. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, there's a new one? Amazing. So so check it all out. And actually, you know what? That'd be, I'm kind of looking forward to recording a bonus episode because it's I been a too. while since we've talked about anything other than Stargate. I know. We used to talk about I so know. much shit in our earlier podcast, ladies and gentlemen. All right. Oh, yeah. Yeah. That was fun. Yeah. Um, all right, cool. Well, um, yeah, thanks, folks. Come try it. All right, thanks. Hey, thanks for sticking around for through Come Try It. Mm-hmm. Since you did, since you're still here, Tori, what do you say we do one more segment? Yeah, yeah, one more. One more. What should we call it? I have an idea. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. Um, get, get to know, know your, host your host with Tori and Sarah. That's us. I'm going to go with deck classic for us. <laughs> 200 prompts for deeper connections and conversation with your partner. Yeah. Now this is classic. Parentheses. OG. Podcast partner. Okay. We're still on section green. It looks like we have like 50 cards to go, I would guess. Maybe 30. I don't know. 20. Okay. Some amount. Are you ready for this week's question? Yes. Okie dokie. Oh. This is fine. What's your most urgent priority for the rest of the year? Urgent priority? Mm-hmm. Mm, oh. Uh, mm-hmm. Well, no, that, no, that's easy. Uh, I'm, I'm losing some weight. I'm losing some weight. All right. That's my, that's my priority. Straight up. Get my right. blood pressure down. Health. Really, fitness, nutrition, the whole, the whole works. Just physical well-being. That's my priority. That's I love happening. that. Mm-hmm. I love that for you. I want you to feel good. Yep. That's it. Uh, what about you, Sarah? What's your urgent priority? To replace my crumbling kitchen with a non-crumbling kitchen <laughs> from Ikea. It's crumbling into the earth, folks. Listen, I have open shelving that I didn't plan for, that nobody planned for, because the fucking doors fell off. And I'm like, oh, now you can see my stuff. Tidy that up. <laughs> yeah. Well, sweet. All right. Sweet. Well, good. Yeah. No, yeah. We're fixing it up, folks. We're doing it. Um, as always, 
As always, I, I don't, I cannot speak for Tori, but I, Sarah, want to thank all of you for listening. You are so fucking cool. And a special thank you to those of you who have reached out to us. We didn't forget. Oh, oh yeah. No, we've never forgotten. Um, and uh, we love all of you. And we love all the listeners for our shows. And uh, thank you for listening to this episode. And listen to our other episodes at uh, theseventhsymbol.com as well as all the other pod streaming apps that are around. We're on them. Go check them out. Uh, get caught up with the mm-hmm. SG fun. And uh, and we're going to keep going. Yeah. And uh, ask us a question. Drop us a line. Nothing creepy. At verticalwateringhole at gmail.com. Guys, I love your podcast. Do you realize... <laughs> how much of a thrill it is for me I don't think you know what a thrill this is see if you're just reading it it's fine (laughs) like (laughs) I don't know yeah actually if somebody sent and said I don't think you know what a thrill this is for me it'd be like awesome oh my god oh my god it's great (laughs) until I read it out loud to my husband going look what somebody sent I'd be like hmm (laughs) holy Hannah holy Hannah bye There's nothing physically wrong with them, really, it's nothing they can find.